0: Hey, welcome to our devotion. I'm so glad that you joined us today. It is great to gather with you. We're going to begin as we do by listening to some beautiful piano music. The scripture passage for today, November 16th, comes from Luke 17, verses 11 through 19. The familiar story about the one leper who comes back to give thanks. Hear now the word of God. On the way to Jerusalem, Jesus was going through the region between Samaria and Galilee. As he entered a village, ten lepers approached him. Keeping their distance, they called out, saying, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. When Jesus saw them, he said to them, Go and show yourselves to the priest. And as they went, they were made clean. Then one of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back, praising God with a loud voice. He prostrated himself at Jesus' feet and thanked him. And he was a Samaritan. Then Jesus asked, Were not ten made clean? But the other nine, where are they? Was none of them found to return and give praise to God except this foreigner? Then Jesus said to him, Get up and go on your way. Your faith has made you well. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. Open our hearts and minds, good and gracious God, so that we might hear the word you intend for us on this day. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. I had the privilege of preaching on this text about a month ago where I read some good research on the importance of gratitude for one's health. But way before I knew it was good for one's health, I engaged in a practice of gratitude. I think to see the cup half full is a gift from God and I do thank God that I'm a naturally positive person. But to give expression to the good that I see and experience is more of a practice that needs intentionality. When our daughters were young, we usually kept a gratitude journal on the kitchen counter. Anyone in the house was encouraged to write at least one thing each day that they wanted to thank God for. The best was to read the gratitude posts from the friends of our daughters who came over to hang out or to spend the night. You know, it does this mama's heart good when I now walk into my daughter's homes and they have a gratitude journal on their kitchen counter. Another thing that we often did as a family was during dinner, we would go around and share our high-low. We gave thanks to God for the high point of our day, and we shared our low low point, which helped us to stay connected as a family. At Montreat, in our back-home groups with our high schoolers, we played pow-wow-chow, With That is, you share your low point for the day, the pow, or the place where you struggled, your high for the day, the wow, or the place that you really wanted to thank God for, and then the best thing you ate for the day, pow, wow, chow. For the past two years, I have kept a gratitude journal that I look forward to writing in every morning. My husband likes to read it from time to time to see if he makes the list. The beauty of all these practices, I think, is that it orients our lives towards a good and gracious God. You always have to be on the lookout for God's movement in the world so you would have something to report back to the family or to write down in a book. This causes me to slow down just a bit and to pay attention with all of my senses. Somehow, The leper in our scripture passage today knew the importance of slowing down and first giving thanks before he re-entered the life that he had been excluded from by his leprosy. I can understand those other nine lepers racing off in joy, forgetting to say thanks because they are so excited to go hug their partners and their children now that they are clean again. But how much is lost when we don't pause to give thanks for the amazing gifts in our lives? It seems like when we give thanks, the experience has a chance to reverberate through us. When we express our gratitude to others, not just to God, the person we thank is enlarged and our own hearts become more spacious. It's like an echo when our Thanksgiving goes out and comes back again It puts these beautiful vibes out in the world. The opposite of gratitude, of course, is ingratitude, where gratitude is life-giving for both the giver and the receiver. Ingratitude is like an insidious cancer that kills. It reminds me of the novel Ladder of Years by Ann Tyler. In it, we meet the main character, Delia, Delia Grinstead. Delia is lovely, lovable, and an utterly giving wife and mother who regularly does her best to keep her household running smoothly. But as her children grow up, they become entitled, self-absorbed little monsters who ignore their mom and who flinch from her hugs. What's more, they expect their favorite foods will always be in the pantry or the fridge, but they never thank her for purchasing these items, though they complain loudly should she forget something one day. Meanwhile, Dilia's husband is so wrapped up in his medical practice that he too brushes past her day in and day out, regularly failing to notice her spick and span house, the clean laundry, the warm food that she sets before him, always distracted in whatever else he's thinking about. After years of this neglect, Dilia begins to feel like a tiny gnat whirling around her family's edges. Their ongoing lack of gratitude has killed something in Dilia. Not all at once, of course, but just day by day, Dilia dies a little bit, like a flower that receives too little moisture. She doesn't even realize how dead she has become until she meets someone one day who is kind, someone who thanks her for a little something. This stranger's kind gratitude is like a few precious drops of water applied to her soul, a few little droplets that reveal just how dry, cracked and barren the landscape of her soul had become. Finally, the day comes when Dilia just walks away from her family. She takes a stroll on the beach, and she just keeps on going. Once her family realizes she is missing, they have a curiously difficult time describing Delia to the police. They just can't seem to recall the color of her eyes, her height, or her weight, what she was wearing when the last time that they saw her. Of course, they'd never really seen her to begin with. They had been blinded by ingratitude. My prayer for you and for me is that we see the good in our world and other people and that God provides all of these good things for us and that we practice our gratitude both to God, like the leper did, and to one another, thereby enlarging our lives and those around us. I want to close with a short Celtic prayer that I hope we can all say on a regular basis. Let us pray. Today, I give thanks for life and love and beauty. My heart is full of gratitude for faith and hope and wholeness. My life overflows with abundance and generosity. Today, I give thanks to God Almighty for the provision of all things good, amen.